you would remain standing for the reading of God's Word, I'll be reading from Philippians 1, verse 6, and chapter 3, verses 7 through 11. The words are printed in your bulletin. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. This is the reading of God's word. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our Lord stands forever. You may be seated. And if you would, please bow your heads and pray with me. Heavenly Father, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts would be pleasing and honoring in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. And it's in Jesus' name alone that we pray. Amen. When I woke my children up this morning, getting them ready for the service, my oldest son, Elliot, was reminded that this is a special day today. Not only is it Sunday, but it's our 30th anniversary. And he said, is this the day that we're going to have three sermons today? (laughs) I said, yep, today's the day, son. We're going to have three sermons today. So so here you go, Elliot. Here's our third one for us. So... um, um, It has been a joy and a pleasure uh, to celebrate our 30 years with you. We have had a great weekend. Uh, The cookout and bonfire on Friday night was was a blast. Uh, People started coming, and I didn't recognize most of them. And it was great uh, to see all these people who were past members and friends uh, of Northside and of Trinity uh, to come back and share memories Uh, We had a great couple of service projects yesterday morning. We were able to help out some people in Mayflower uh, from uh, who still had tornado damage, and uh, we were able to help out at the Crisis Pregnancy Center, uh, doing some administrative stuff for them, uh, getting them ready uh, for for the tasks that they do. And uh, then last night we just had a real sweet time uh, together, sharing some some hymns, some classic songs that we have sung together as a congregation sharing some great stories of what God has done, uh, roasting some of our former pastors, some that were there and some that weren't, um, just really enjoying God's faithfulness and what he has done. It's been wonderful. And uh, this service as well has just been a, a beautiful testament of God's faithfulness to us. Uh, these last 30 years, God has blessed Northside. He has blessed Trinity. And I really look forward to see what God will do in and through this church 
You know, way back in 1984, when I was three years old, <laughs> who, who could have ever predicted, who could have ever known what God would have done in and through this church? Who could have ever known that we would have been at this place, that God would have shown his faithfulness uh, to us over that time? Who could have ever foreseen all the events that took place? Uh, the pastors that, that we called as a congregation, the members who were able to come, the members who, who went, the name change, the new building. Starting 30 years ago, no one could have ever foreseen where God has brought us as a congregation. And as we look out over the next years, and we think of where will Trinity be in 30 years? I don't know. We could not have foreseen this. Obviously, God does. But to be honest, I don't know where Trinity is going to be in 30 years. And if we're honest, I don't know if there will be a Trinity in 30 years. We pray that there will be. We pray that there will. God will use any means possible to see that His work is done in and through his church. Paul says that he who began a good work in you will see it through to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. God is going to see his work done through Trinity. If that means that we're around for another 30 years, great. Not all churches are. And it's honestly, sometimes it's scary to see the statistics of the amount of churches that close their doors in a given year. It's a lot. It's probably more than you would imagine. I pray that in 30 years, Trinity is still here. That God is still being faithful to us. But He may call us for a time and for a season. But one thing we know for sure. One thing we can know for absolute certainty that in the end, Trinity may cease to exist, but the Bride of Christ, His Church, those who believe the good news regarding Christ will remain forever. And God is going to be the one to see it through. How is God going to see the work of Trinity through? What is he going to do in order to uh, show his faithfulness to us? There's a couple of songs that we sang last night as part of our hymn sing. One of them was Amazing Grace. And every time I sing that song, I get a little emotional. I know that may be a surprise to our current members. <laughs> Actually, those who were here last night saw me getting a lot emotional as I was reading about the, the group of people that approached the session for, for Covenant uh, to, to start this church. I said I wasn't even there, but as I read it, I was getting emotional about it to know uh, what God had done in and through those people. But in one of the verses of Amazing Grace, the ending of the verse goes like this. He says, Through many dangers, toils, and snares, we have already come. Wouldn't that describe the last 30 years? 
There have been many dangers, toils, and snares. There's been many dangers, toils, and snares in the last year and a half since I've been here. But the verse ends like this. Tis grace that brought us safe thus far, and grace, grace will lead us home. And then we sang that classic song that we love to sing, an Easter here at Trinity is not complete without the singing of Because He Lives. And the chorus goes like this. It says, Because He Lives, we can face tomorrow. Because He Lives, all fear is gone. Because we know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. The reason that this church will continue is because God is a faithful God. And it will continue because It is by His grace that He will see us through. As we continue as a body of believers, as the bride of Christ, we will continue to preach the good news of the gospel. As long as I am here, as long as I pray subsequent pastors are here as well, my prayer for Trinity is that the gospel will be continued to be preached boldly. That the good news of Jesus Christ will be proclaimed from this pulpit, but not only from this pulpit, but also in the lives of the members here. As Steve was saying, uh, we spend two hours here, maybe, on a Sunday morning. But God uses us also throughout the rest of the week to proclaim the gospel. And I pray that the members the people that God brings here to Trinity will continue to proclaim the gospel not only in the meeting that we have here, which is so important, but also in our very lives, in the ways that we interact with this community, in the ways that we interact with our coworkers, our families, as we share the gospel with our children as they grow. I pray that the gospel would continue to go out in a mighty and in a powerful way. Because that is the work that God has called us to. That is the work that he has saved us for. And that is the work that he is going to see through to the end. That in the end, all nations, tribes, people, languages, tongues will know the Lord. And will proclaim the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And I pray that God would continue to use Trinity to that end that he would use us to spread the gospel here in central Arkansas because central Arkansas needs the gospel. I pray that he would use us to spread the gospel to the rest of Arkansas, to the rest of these United States, and even to the ends of the earth. You know, about, uh, what was it, a year and a half ago, we sent Tom and Karen out Tom, our our previous pastor, and they're in Japan. They're spreading the gospel there. You know, it's not just their duty to spread the gospel there. 
it's our joy and our duty as well. And we, as members of Trinity, get to be a part of what they're doing in Japan, of what Marie has been doing in the Middle East and wherever God calls her to after that. It is our joy to be able to support them in that. So what I wanted to close with this morning, as we celebrate God's, uh, God's faithfulness to us over the last 30 years, I want to draw us to the table, to communion, to this feast that we have to celebrate the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because that is why we exist. We don't exist for ourselves. We don't exist as a social club. We don't uh, exist for political activism. We exist for the gospel. And I would pray that that permeates into all areas of life. So as we lead to communion this morning, I want to remind us of the gospel This is the great news of the gospel, that we have a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has died and who has risen. We have this good news, that we are more wicked than we could dare to believe, but more loved and accepted in Christ than we ever dared to hope. And as we come to the table this morning, let us remind ourselves of the grace of God, not only over the last 30 years, but from eternity past. Let us remind ourselves of this great grace, the love that He has displayed for us through the death and through the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ.